this isn't brain surgery with Doc Snipes. This podcast was created to provide you the information and tools Doc Snipes gives her clients so that you too can start living happier. Our website, DocSnipes.com, has even more resources, videos, and handouts, and even interactive sessions with Doc Snipes to help you apply what you learn. Go to DocSnipes.com to learn more. And we're back with the third segment of Happiness Isn't Brain Surgery with Doc Snipes, Practical Tools to Improve Your Mood and Quality of Life. We're continuing to explore dialectical behavior therapy skills. Today, we're talking about interpersonal effectiveness. In the first section, we talked about what interpersonal effectiveness is and how it's beneficial. And we also started exploring barriers to being effective in getting your needs met and setting boundaries. In the second segment, we started looking at ways to deal with those barriers so they cease to be problems for you and helped you become more interpersonally effective. In this segment, we're going to continue to address those barriers. In the first two segments, we talked about the fact that a lot of times we're going to ask for things, and sometimes we make it a yes, sometimes we make it a no. So where do we go when we're asking for something or saying no? In level one, when we're talking about asking for something, um, Asking tentatively and saying no is level one. So some things um, maybe you're ambivalent about or you don't really need. But you figure, you know, what the heck, I can ask. And if I get a yes, then score. And if I don't, no big deal. So I'm just going to talk about getting a, uh, if you're assigned a project at work. So maybe you figure you've got a lot going on and it would be nice to have help with this project. So you can go to your boss and you may ask tentatively, you know, it would be really nice if I could have somebody to help me with this project so I can still pay full attention to all my other duties. If the boss says no, fine, no big deal. You go back and do your own thing. Nobody's feelings are hurt, but you don't feel resentful and you don't wonder, well, if I would have asked, would I have been able to get help? Now you know the answer. Level two is a little bit more important. You know, it's reaching a level where you're pretty sure you're going to need help and you're not 100% sure you're going to get it, but you know you need to ask because there's a likelihood that this project, whatever it is, is going to start adding extra stress to your life and influencing your effectiveness in your other duties. So ask confidently for help. Going in and telling your boss, you know, I've got these other projects going on right now, and I hear you need this project done, and I want to do a really good job for you. I need somebody to help me five hours a week doing this other task. Can you make that happen? Or do I have permission to divert that person to help me with this project? If the boss says no, in this particular situation, it wasn't an urgent need. It was starting to get there, but it was something you wanted but didn't have to have. So again, you take no. You asked confidently. You stated all the reasons. You created a win-win. The boss said no. All right. You know. Level three is when you ask confidently and resist no. Because you know that if you don't get this need met, it's going to have a negative impact on something important to you, whether it's your happiness, your self-respect, your relationships, your work product, whatever it is. So again, going into the boss and saying, boss, I've got these other five projects going on right now. You gave me this new project. I know you need to get it done. I cannot get 
all of these things done and meet the deadlines that have been set for me. So I really need somebody to help me. If the boss says no, you know, going back and resisting that no and going, you know, I'm wondering, you know, what could be, ha what could happen um, in order to get the situation resolved because I am confident that I can't keep up this breakneck pace for six months. If he says no, again, you're resisting it because it's not a do or die situation, but it's something you know is going to start causing you impairments, either happiness impairments or stress impairments. Level four, you ask firmly and you insist and you negotiate. And this is when you ask the boss, if he says no, you say, you know what, I really need help with this. I'm willing to work every other weekend in order to get this done. However, in order to do that and get my regular duties done, I need to have this other person help me or I need these other compromises. Putting out different options that can allow the boss to get his needs met, whatever those are, whether it's productivity goals or staying under budget or whatever it is, and getting your needs met so you don't get burned out and feel resentful and exhausted. Level five is when you ask firmly and you insist. This is something that's sort of a do or die situation. Um, if you're asked to do something, um, do a task, and you know you can't get it done, then it's important to insist to your boss that this is not something I have the skills to do or this is not something that I am capable of doing. Um, and putting it out there, being very clear about why you need somebody else's assistance and input with this um, in order to help the other person get their needs met. Always coming back to that win-win. When you're talking about saying no, you know, setting boundaries, uh, again, we're going to talk about the fact that with rescue, if somebody asks me to take on a new cat or a litter of kittens, and, you know, I've got a lot of other stuff going on, but this is important to me, and the relationship with the rescue is important to me, I may agree to take on cat, a litter of cats, but I'll say, you know what, I can do this right now, but I need somebody to be able to take them in three weeks when we were planning on going on vacation. So agreeing to do something that you didn't necessarily want to do, but expressing your opinions. If they ask you and you just don't have the time to do it right now, say no confidently. You know, I can't do this right now because I've got so much else going on. And if they make urgent pleas because they've got nobody else, and a lot of times they'll start to negotiate. Can you take on this kitten just for the weekend until we can find somewhere else to put it? All right, I'll reconsider, and yes, I'll take the kitten for the weekend. Level three is to say no firmly and resist saying yes. And my husband will tell you I start to fall down right here because I almost always give in. Um, but I'm getting better. Say no firmly to those kittens and resist saying yes because there are other things going on that require my attention. And if I take on that one more thing, it's going to have negative impacts on all the other things that are important to me. Level four is to say, say no firmly and negotiate, which is what we were talking about in the last module. 
if somebody asks me to take on a litter of bottle babies that have to be fed every three hours around the clock, I can't do that right now. I just, I don't have the mental or emotional or physical stamina to do that at this particular point in time. So I have to say no. It's not fair to the kittens. It's not fair to me. It's not fair to my family. And I have to insist that I can't do that right now. However, I will take on cats and kittens that are not bottle babies from other fosters if we need to free up slots so somebody else can bottle feed the babies. So again, creating the win-win. If that negotiation doesn't work and they're like, no, I don't have anybody else that can take the bottle babies, it's important for me to consider what is it that I need, be clear about the impact of what taking on a family of bottle babies will do to my life for the next four months, say no firmly and insist. Leaving that other stuff out there, you know, if you have some adult cats, I can take those in. But right now, I am not able to meet my personal needs and also take on um, a litter of bottle baby kittens. So it always comes back to what is it that you need in your life and what are your goals? Being clear about that. Because you're going to get requests from people to do things. You're going to want to ask people to do things. And sometimes if they say no, it'll be, yeah, okay, you know, at least I asked. Other times, if they say no, you're going to want to put more effort into trying to turn that around into a yes. So in order to practice this, for each level of asking and saying no, think about a situation and conditions that would increase the level of response. So in level one, um, you're generally ambivalent, but have other options. So if you're asking somebody to do something like pet sit for you, you know, would you mind watching Fido while I go out of, out of town for the weekend? You're not asking super assertively. You're kind of ambivalent. If they say no, no big deal. You've got six other people you can ask. Level two, you know you need this person or would li really like this person to watch your animals. But if they say no, you can board your animals in a kennel. There are options still. Level three, you get up to a situation where you really need this person to do whatever it is. Level four, whatever you're asking for is really important to you and you're willing to negotiate and put in some effort to get it done. So like if you're asking for a raise, I really need this raise for whatever reasons, what will it take? What do I need to do in order to earn this promotion or earn this raise? So let's just put it out there. What do I need to give? in order for you to give, give me the raise or the promotion. And level, level five, which most of the time, hopefully you don't get to, whatever it is, is really important to your safety, sanity, or well-being. So it's something that you have to either get from somebody or change the situation. You know, for example, if you're in recovery, one of the things you can ask people to do is not use around you. Um, and... If they refuse to do that, this is non-negotiable. There are, there are those things that are non-negotiable. So you've got to figure out how you're going to handle that if you get to a level five where there's something that's non-negotiable and the person says, no, I don't agree to your terms. What's your next step? The same thing is for saying no. So if somebody asks you to do something, and it could go either way, you can suggest 
your preference for the next time. So maybe they say, do you want to go to Olive Garden for dinner tonight? And you're like, eh. You can say, you know, that's fine. Maybe next weekend we can go to this other restaurant. So putting out your preferences so you're meeting their needs because you really didn't care that much, but you also did kind of want to go to this other place. Level two, you know this situation is going to add stress, but under the right circumstances, you might give in or change your mind. Level three, there's just no way to really change the circumstances to make make the situation where it's really doable. You know it's in your best interest to say no, and you're trying to stay firm. You're also weighing your relationship with that other person or that other entity. Level four, you're thinking about, you know, I can't do this right now. How could I make this a win-win? And again, level five, this is non-negotiable. So if you get to a situation on level five, this is something you can't do and be true to the things that are important to you. Um, if somebody's asking you to do something that is against your values, you know, that would be a level five where you say non-negotiable. I am not going to break the law. I am not going to bend the rules. So if our relationship is dependent on that, then we may need to reconsider the relationship. So I want you to think about what sort of situations make you escalate your certainty in how you respond and how, you, how firm your boundaries are. When you're asking for something or saying yes or no, you need to consider the capability of both people to deliver. If somebody's asking you to do something, you need to think to yourself, can I deliver on this? Like with the kittens right now, I know I can't. So I can't say yes in good conscience. Does it relate to a high or a low priority goal? You know, is it something that's super important to you, like saving baby kittens? Or is it not important to you, like which restaurant you go to? You know, those are totally different ends of the spectrum. How will it impact your self-respect to say or take no? And, you know, that's going to be a personal decision. What are each person's rights and values in this situation? I mean, we generally all have the right to ask for most things, not everything. Um, and respecting that person's right to ask or right to say no and being cognizant and compassionate towards their values, as well as yours, are really important. Consider what type of relationship you have with that person. There are some things that I would ask my best friend to do that I wouldn't dream of asking a, a random coworker to do or somebody that, you know, I know from the gym. So there are different types of relationships that will allow you to ask for more energy-intensive or more important things. What is the effect of your action on your long-term goals? If you set a boundary and you say non-negotiable, what is the effect of that on your long-term goals in terms of your self-respect, your goals for happiness and health, as well as your relationship goals? I mean, it may mean the ending of a relationship, but is that more important, that ending that relationship or keeping that relationship more important than your long-term happiness and self-respect? How much give and take is in their relationship? I think most of us have been in relationships where there is one of the two in the party that is just a take, 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 taker. They are needy. And it doesn't necessarily mean that they're intentionally trying to suck every ounce of energy out of you, but that just may be the way 
that they were raised, the way that they've interacted, and that's always been rewarded. So people have always said yes to them, so they've always asked. Figuring out where the balance is and how to negotiate in order to make sure it stays sort of on an even keel. Now, there are going to be times where one person needs a whole lot more. Maybe they are going through cancer treatment or had a death in the family or something big happened. So they're going to need more energy. That's fine. But during a time when you need more energy, hopefully they'll be there for you. So it's kind of a, a teeter-totter sort of thing. You're not always going to st stay completely level, but you're going to take turns on who is requiring more energy. Have you done your homework? In order to create a win-win, you need to know the other person's needs and wants, and you need to know your own needs and wants, because a win-win involves meeting both people's needs and wants. And finally, timing. Everything else may be in alignment, the stars may be all in a line, but your timing just totally sucks, um, because they're getting ready to go on vacation for a month, or they just had... A death in the family or something happened where they just cannot meet your request if, if the situation was different they would do it for you in a heartbeat so consider timing sometimes it's not that the person doesn't want to help you but right now your your timing is just awful preparing for that understanding that and if you know that somebody's got something going on that's going to pretty much set you up for a no Maybe it's better not to even go there and ask unless it's something super important. So check your timing. Um, do your homework and make sure that it's an equally balanced relationship. The same request can warrant a different response based on a variety of factors. When making a request, it's important to consider things like the other person's ability to deliver, how often you ask for things from them. Once in a blue moon, not a problem. Every Thursday, that might be a problem. What else they have going on? Think about that timing again. And whether it's worth cashing in some of your, I call it friendship karma. Because like I said, we're trying to keep things balanced. So if you need something from somebody, you know you're going to have to give at a certain point. So it's sort of a uh, exchange, if you will, of friendship karma. When saying no or yes... It's important to consider the impact of saying yes on your priorities, or no. Whether you can deliver what you're agreeing to, again, how much give and take there is, and how important this is to that person. Because sometimes you really won't want to do something, but it is super important to the other person. And you may say, you know what, I'll do it. It's not my favorite thing, but I will go ahead and do it. So you, there are a lot of factors that you have to consider when you are thinking about saying yes or no or setting boundaries. And if you're going to move those boundaries at all, really considering long-term goals and what the effect is going to be, not only on you and your happiness and your health, but your relationships and your self-respect.